Hello everyone, this is your host Arrow, and I am joined by none other than Sagoon and Franz. I have a question to ask you. Have you ever noticed the cost of almost everything from food to fertilizer is increasing? And this is pretty much causing consumers to spend less. While at the same time, governments around the world are trying to contain the economic slowdown and most importantly help Ukraine in its ongoing battle with Russia. In today's episode, we are going to discuss if the possibility of a global recession is near, the rising of food prices, the economic effects of COVID, and its implication on the global supply industry. All right, so there we have it. Sagoon, you, uh, you know that the food prices are increasing. Oh, yeah. And most importantly, they are saying that there's a global recession coming. What's your input on that? I, in my opinion, I do think there's there is a recession coming. I mean, I mean, look at our econ- economic impact right now. You know, everything everything is you know uh, the inflation and all the prices are increasing, including all the gas prices. So I just feel like it's it's just a negative result, you know, coming up. So I, I feel like we're in a we're in a state that if we don't do something right away, we're gonna continue this economic turmoil and uh yeah just keep going down the rabbit hole and not being basically digging a hole and not being able to climb up yeah i totally 100 percent agree on that in regards to that there probably will be an incoming recession coming soon with uh you know with all the prices you know raising and all these you know impacts that we're having on this economy, everything seems to be on a downturn. Um, You know, consumers are losing their confidence. It's only a matter of time, I think, before we we hit a recession. I know some experts right now are saying we haven't fully hit it yet, but it just seems that from what we're seeing in the economy happening throughout the, you know, globe, it seems that we're heading towards that direction. You know, a lot of people are losing their confidence, rising prices in oil, um, I know interest rates are going up, so it's only just a matter of time, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. If you look at it, um, Elon Musk made an announcement just today saying that he's losing billions of dollars in his uh, gigafactories, especially in Texas and Berlin. Um, that is because of uh, the issue of China's ports and um He's uh, basically saying that they are a big giant furnace that's burning money on a monthly or daily basis. Um, More importantly, um, if you noticed uh, Coinbase, which is a crypto, just recently rescinded. I mean, not recently, in the past two weeks ago, they rescinded all the offers from all the new employees that were going to come in. And on top of that, I believe they fired or laid off 18% of the workforce. Oh yeah. They did that too. And also they, they had like a post where it was like kind of like a leak where they told, uh, you know, the employees to, you know, sell their crypto off their platform, which is also an interesting take as well to see what they, what is, what is their financial status? Right. So Coinbase right now, uh, they're not they're not looking too good as well as Tesla, with all the I we we covered this before, but you know the Elon Musk letter, you know to come into office and the amount of layoffs that they're doing as well, 
as well as the the shutdowns that they're doing. So I wouldn't be surprised in this current economic status that, you know, who knows? I mean, everyone thought Tesla to be, you know, big, big, big thing. You know, the stock prices and everything, you know, would have boomed if, if we thought a year ago. We thought it would have been like going went to like two three thousand, but right now it's not doing too hot. So it could get worse, but hopefully you know uh, something you know changes, the fortune changes, and you know our economy goes you know positive. But this is just a hope for now, unless there's some action that's done. Mm-hmm. Right, I see what you're saying. Hopefully it doesn't you know turn into recession, but just based on you know, looking at back in history, I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, usually a recession occurs every decade or so, give or take. And actually, ever since 1945, the U.S. economy has experienced, I believe it's uh, 11 or 12 different different recessions during those times. And I know the last recession that we had was back in 2007, between 2007 and 2009, during the housing bubble crash. So if you look at it, from 2007, 2009 to now, it's been what, you know, 11 to 13 years. So, um, and as we mentioned in a previous episode that we did, I think last week in regards to the United States printing 80% of their current paper currency in the last two years, ever since 2020 due to, you know, the COVID pandemic and trying to boost the economy. And we're seeing the high rise of inflation. It seems that, you know, um, we're heading, we're heading due to a, a recession. Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen, but it seems that we're heading that way. And I mean, we can see as, as Arrow and Sagoon mentioned that, you know, these big companies are, are taking these, these big hits and, you know, Tesla's going to be laying off, what was it? 10% of their workforce workforce within the next three months. So, I mean, it's yeah. only, uh, it's only a matter of time. I mean, if these big guys that are making big decisions and they're dealing with, you know, billions and trillions of dollars or, you know, making these types of uh, slowdowns, you know, they, uh, I'm sure they, they can kind of, I'm not saying foresee the future, but they're making predictions on what's to come. Yeah. yeah, don't call me like a fortune teller, but I could see Tesla being bailed out by the government, just like what happened with GM. I mean, if, if it goes under this rate, um, just, just, just for the fact that, I mean, if they're closing down all these operations, they're laying off. Wait, wait, let me, uh, not to cut you off. Are they closing down or are they, uh, slowing production? Cause, uh, I thought they were slowing production just due to I mean, like, they, uh, the, slow, the issue of shit. Down, slowing down production. Yeah, they're slowing down production, but as you know, right, as you keep slowing down production, economy is not doing good. What does that lead to? That leads to shutdowns. Well, economy relies on consumer spending, right? So, yeah, but the consumer is not going to really, you know, right yeah. now, just due to the prices and everything. No one's even, bro, the thing is, people are not even wanting to buy gas, you know? People are staying home. I, I know a lot of people are just staying at home because they don't want to even drive. They they are the lucky ones because some people they are, are the lucky ones because on site. They, they, they get to work from home or they just don't want to go out because when you look at the gas prices, you're looking at like $5.20, you know, let's say in like Michigan or California, like $8. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to like ten dollars. I just saw one gas price; it was seven eleven on a seven eleven. So I'm just saying, like, it's it's getting crazy, crazy astronomical numbers to the point that I don't even, I wouldn't even like, I don't believe it, you know. So well, I don't think, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think I, from from what I've noticed in the last like week or so, I know they were like rising, but I haven't seen the price. I think they kind of like stabilized now. Now it's only a matter of time whether they're going to oh, yeah. go up or down. But I, I don't believe they're going to go any higher as it is unless something you know, takes a drastic turn for the worst. Um, so I believe, you know, things are kind of stabilizing right now. 
um, as far as gas prices, but I know that, you know, there's a lot of issues with, uh, besides just a gas with other, you know, food shortages and like shipping issues and logistical oh, yeah. issues with, you know, uh, these companies and, or, uh, institutions or other countries not receiving, you know, goods and services from others. So I know there's a, you know, there's a lot yeah. of impact on that. It's all like a relationship, right? So if one, uh, one affects the other one affects, so, it's all like interconnected. So we let's let's hope for the best, like we said, right? Franz, me, Arrow. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Exactly. Okay, so here's here's what I think has happened. So the Ukraine and Russia were obviously added to that fact with like so Ukraine and Russia produce I I believe thirty to forty percent of their uh, they produce grains and fertilizers for the world. Yeah, uh, not to cut you off, just just to give the quick statistics, everyone knows um, they pers- that both Ukraine and Russia contribute twelve percent of the world's total calorie consumption. Um, they produce they produce twenty five percent of wheat, corn, and ninety percent of sunflower oil. And then Russia is also the biggest exporter of fertil- fertilizer. Um, they great. control, I believe, forty percent of the market. That's almost half the world. Like, if you really, think, that's crazy. But yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you. I just want to give that statistics that, that for the viewers. So, me. Russia um, is also like a big natural gas produ- uh, supplier for Europe. So I just saw a news article today where Germany um, is not getting as much gas from Russia. I think uh, Russia's slowing it down with Germany. So what Germany is doing is they're gonna actually go on rations. For gas, because I believe forty percent of their energy comes from Russia. Oh yeah, that's very. That's a big reliance uh, on Russia's part. But to be specific, uh, let's let's get into like why um, Elon Musk is like having these issues with like the furnace, where he says he's losing billions of dollars. So what happened when the COVID situation happened in China? So if you know, a lot of um, manufacturing industries exist in China, and obviously the shipping and containers and everything. So that kind of caused a chaos. Now that it was like, you know, almost recovering, what happened was like this whole like Ukraine, Russia happened, as well as like another lockdown in China, which specifically in Shanghai. So if you know about Shanghai, it has one of the biggest uh, shipping ports. So that caused restrictions. With those restrictions, there was a backlog of these containers and shipments and orders. So what that backlog does, it causes a domino effect. So in this case, Elon Musk, um, Tesla required parts where in this situation, it wasn't getting them more specifically like the ba- the batteries that they required from China to, to come in. And since this whole like backlog is happening, it's going to take well into next summer or I believe so next summer until it recovers. So by the time that recovery happens, what usually happens with these major corporations is they what they do is they cut cost. How do they cut cost? Well, let me tell you one thing. They take off workers because at the end of the day, if there's no low demand or not enough supply, uh, there's too much workforce. And when there's too much workforce, you, you slash some of them off and you only maintain the ones you need. Yeah, Tesla was hiring like crazy. Uh, you know, back like a year or two, you know, with all their teams, especially me being an engineer, I know they were looking for so many engineers in their team. And I would just see like posters and ads, you know, come work for Tesla. There would be like recruiters reaching out, you know, for coming to Tesla as well. 
And now to just see their current state really kind of shocks me because I really thought that I, I, I never thought this, this would have happened. Right. Like I'm, I'm basically seeing 2008 over again. So well, it's, it's not going to be as bad as 2008. I mean, no. the, the thing yeah, is, the thing is we don't know yet. Right. Like, no, I, no. We're, we're seeing I, we're, it. We're pretty sure. I mean, I did review one of the IMF's managing directors who covered what the possibility of recession looks like. So in all, I wouldn't necessarily say what, based on their opinion, they said it's not going to happen within this month, next month, might be in 12 months. And that's the earliest we'll see the effects of the recession. But right now it's too soon to tell. Yeah, but just the current direction, right? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, this is just my opinion, but I'm just saying like the current direction that we're heading in, right? I, I just don't feel like there's like many actions that are being done to, you know, try to mitigate it, right? Uh, the like, thing is, uh, not to cut you off, Sigun, I think the, the, the thing is like when like governments or these institutions try to take action, it's not something that like it happens in a snap of a finger. It's like you're hungry. True, right? Oh, you go to the store, you buy food, you eat within 30 minutes, you satisfy your hunger. Good. This is like, you know what I mean? They have to implement, they, they have to go through, throw through so much red tape. Oh, yeah. You know, there's so many different agencies and, and so what. And you have to get it clear through this and this. By the time, you know, things, you know, get the ball rolling, um, you know, it's, you know, it's months to like, you know, quarters, you know, like ha- half the year has gone by, you know, before oh, things yeah. start taking effect. I mean, for example, when they put, you know, sanctions on Russia, it's not something people were like, oh, they put in sanctions, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? It, it didn't take effect, you know, within the ne- first day or two, you know, it takes months for it to take effect. So, yeah, um, no, I, I see. I see your point. I see your point, Franz, because like, I mean, if we remember back in like, you know, when we were doing like law, you know, or if you guys did it in high school or something, I mean, there's different branches for it to officially become like, uh, you know, signed and become a law, you know, so it does. Yeah, take- but I mean, just not just not even law, but just like, like you know, just, you know, con- like governments acting, you know, to 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 repurpose everything or redirect everything or even companies, you know, a- acting upon it. But I mean, I know uh, Arrow mentioned how, you know, Shanghai being the biggest port they're seeing um, with the covid outbreak, everything's backed up and everything's on lockdown. Well, actually, uh, seven, seven out of 10 biggest ports in the world are located in China. And actually, Shanghai right now is experiencing, I think, over 400 ships that are, you know, not even at the dock, they're waiting at sea to come in, be unloaded. And these are, you know, you know, leading to, you know, extra days for uh, countries around the world not receiving their shipments, which is, you know, on top of that, you know, Ukraine and, and, and Russia having their conflict, you know, gas prices soaring, you know, this is leading to, you know, everything such as like the food shortages and then, you know, Tesla and not even just Tesla, but we're talking about other, you know, companies that rely on these these type of batteries, like for example, uh, like Lucid or Rivian, I'm sure they get you know uh, parts from from China and whatnot. There's other, oh, sure. you know, others. I'm sure you know even Ford and, and GM, you know, they're dealing with you know hybrid or electric vehicles. They they get you know shipments oh. from them. So you know, it's it's just not just you know Tesla's like one of the biggest companies, and Elon Musk is very outspoken. But I'm sure there's definitely other companies that are, that are being affected by this. So you know, okay. so when I mentioned earlier about Elon Musk. What the situation is, it's like a shortage of batteries. And obviously, China has a zero tolerance for COVID. So when that whole epidemic happened in Shanghai, I'm not sure if you've seen any videos, but they pretty much made residents stay at home or, you know, like curfew people. Um, What really we're looking at is 
this whole domino effect from like the shipping industry. So China is home to like top ten shipping container um ports, I believe. So what happens here? Uh, so is- they they have a uh, seven out of the top ten. Okay, okay, my bad. Seven. And then Shanghai is the biggest one, obviously. So yeah, for sure. Um, so to make uh a little bit better news is, you know, Musk doesn't believe that he'll go through bankruptcy, but it will be like a slowdown because of production. Um, I know that he was initially planning on releasing the Cybertruck, but unfortunately, because of the news of COVID and everything, it has gotten pushed. So, what's happening here is Elon Musk is of is questioning how he keeps his factories operating and how can he pay people and not go basically bankrupt. So earlier in the month, obviously, you seen a post on Twitter with Elon Musk saying that he has super bad feeling about the economy. So let me tell you one thing about the economy. This is what happens um, for not that many people to know. If the economy goes really bad, like as bad as the Great Depression, people uh, get frustrated. It's human psychology. And then when people get frustrated, they look for scapegoats. Um, If you remember from the Great Depression, the biggest scapegoat was World War II. So hopefully we don't have that scenario as bad as that. But every time there's a recession, there's always a scapegoat. It's just so, interesting to see the connection. So World War Three, or, or I'm probably- not sure. I don't think it World War Three, but there's always a scapegoat. We're not gonna see like, maybe a political movement protest for sure. I have. I, 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 when you mean scapegoat, are you talking about something that that leads it out of the recession? Because like uh, what led the United States out of the recession was you know the production for you know the war of World War uh, World War Two. Yeah. Is that is that what you're talking about? Military, military. Well, that was a massive scale back then. Oh uh, yeah, military is one of the biggest economies. It's actually the biggest. It's n- it's number one, and yeah, that industry is literally bigger than medical industry or real estate. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we spend like seven hundred fifty billion, or if not more, annually on taxes from taxpayers to invest in military. I mean, you could already already imagine that. Which kind of gets me to a point with this whole situation with Ukraine and Russia. Um, which gets me a little curious is why would Russia, especially during COVID and everything slowing down, preemptively attack Ukraine unless they knew this was coming, this whole recession of the global shortage and effects on the global market. So they got a time machine. Mm, so you're saying that you're, you're thinking that they have leverage uh, across other nations, like with uh, Europe, how they control gas and they control fertilizer and, and like uh, they produce a yeah. lot of food. Yeah, because the moment you control the source of food for your, um, I, I guess, your followers, and if they go against you, you cut them off. I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to come back begging for you to give them a loaf of bread i don't know this sounds pretty mean but you know what i mean but the thing is russia has been has has been trying right for ukraine it's not just now 
They, yeah, they have, but this is it's a difference between being diplomatic and actually invading a country. It's like two different things, you know. Um, actually, that's actually a good point. I I never I didn't really see it from that perspective, uh, but it actually does make sense. Yeah, considering well, I don't I don't I pretty, I'm pretty sure you know Putin's you know not well, a dumbass. Has, I'm pretty sure he knows what he he's a doing. Or picks up his sleeves. I mean, he's he's trying to make Russia the most you know well, superpower. You gotta you gotta remember, Putin is just one brain. He's not the only brain. Oh yeah, right, hundred percent. Right, of course, yes. But the, the the theory that you stated in regards to like that they were thinking that everything was gonna happen and that they, had a, they, they have, have leverage. They have I, they have leverage basically. That's what they have. Yeah, they have leverage. Yeah, and then right now with like China and the situation with like the global recession, obviously right now what we're noticing is Europe relies on gas and fertilizers from Russia. China is being basically supplying the world with uh, uh, manufacturing industry and raw materials. And raw materials, so they are both. I mean, they both know that they are in an ace position, oh, yeah. where they are relied upon. And uh, I believe this whole situation of like Ukraine and Russia, obviously, was Russia already spoke to it with China. Maybe that's my opinion. Early well, on, before their invasion. Um, what's, yeah, because what, they did have uh, several meetings between the two leaders. Exactly. And what we're seeing right now is consumer spending is going up because of gas prices, food prices, and everything else in between. So what we're thinking is people are more concerned about the economy and will be less concerned about the whole situation with Ukraine. So it's kind of like a cover-up. So just, just to get because, I mean, to be honest... I haven't even really heard about the news of like uh, Russia and Ukraine more. Like, I mean, compared to the past, right? A lot of what's what what you see in the news right now is all about gas prices, economy, everything. What I think is that it might be like a cover up so that the news of Ukraine just goes down, right? I mean, the, just the, I guess the hype of it. You know, when when we first started, when they first invaded, it was all over Twitter, it was all over like BBC News and everything, right? But yeah. right now, number one is gas prices first thing that i see gas prices so it, it i do i do agree with you with that yeah but you, you just reminded me this whole ukraine thing i know it's what's bad what's happening over there but let me tell you i don't think whatever day it happened is not as popular as joe biden falling off of his bike oh yeah which i mean I mean that guy. I mean, that, guy that, that guy. That guy needs some inflation on his tires. Oh yeah, for and sure. he also needs, uh, his tires are going flat. His tires are flat. The economy is flat. So he needs to pump everything so, up. So my question to you guys would be like, okay, this glow. We have concrete facts that a recession is for sure coming. But more importantly, I'm just curious, what industries are going to get impacted, and where are the layoffs going to start from? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Sagoon, you're 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 in the corporate world. I mean, what what yeah. is your opinion on that? Just from from your perspective. I mean, oh, I think, from uh, my perspective. Overall, uh, not to cut you off. Let me just say yeah. real quick. Overall, I think that when we're in a recession, I believe for the most part, everyone's going to be like uh, penny saving. I mean, except for like you know the rich people or those that have money or oh, you yeah. know lucrative business or side income or whatever. But for the most part, a good majority of the population or the middle class is going to be you know. Know, saving them dollar bills and you know looking at what they're exactly spending exactly. it yeah so uh before i answer that question i want to say like elon musk this year 
has lost $77.6 billion. Like, can you guys imagine that? That's more money than I'll ever make in a lifetime. Like, it's it's astronomical numbers. So, so to answer your question, uh, Arrow, so basically, uh, I feel like the sector that no, is so going to be... I don't, I don't want to cut you off. I just want to add that your lifetime is 100 years. But to put the math in perspective, that's 257,000 years at an equivalent of 400,000 a year salary. Arrow, I don't know why you're making me, I don't know why you're making me sad. Which is not your salary, but I don't know what what is, but you get the picture now. No, I get the picture. 257,000 years. The ancient Egyptians are only 10,000 years. No, no, it is. It is. I know you're making this joke, but this, uh, this thing applies to you, Arrow, as well. All our salaries combined won't even get close to what Elon Musk has lost this year. So I, I got nothing, just, so that's just my. Oh no, 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 Franz! I know, I know, you got a secret stash of gold, probably underneath the sea or something. Anyways, anyways, that's for, let's, that's let's, for a later date. Yeah, we don't want to get off topic. Let's, let's, let's but, but basically, what I was gonna say is, um, the sector that I think that's gonna be the, like the most affected is, I think, like just starting off with uh, like the HR, and then after that, it's gonna be like the contractors. And then soon, what's going to happen is it's going to go towards like the full time employees, and that's when you know things are going to get serious, you know. So yeah, that's when the uh, useless departments go away. Yeah. So so what I think is that the the people with a lot of experience, I know companies are already doing this with all the restructure, but the people with a lot of experience, they're just going to get cut off. Bye bye. The ropes are going to get cut because guess what? They have a lot of money, and what are companies trying to do? Tesla's trying to do it. They're trying to save money. So whoever is making that dollar bills, they out. Bye-bye. They can go and, I don't know, get some unemployment. Yeah, 100%. And also, I believe that people, uh, I know that most of the economies right now are based off, you know, service industry. But I know a lot of, you know, retails, restaurants, and hotels will see a lot of the impact. You know, those types of businesses or anything like the entertainment business might, uh, is most likely going to see like uh, a lot of, you know, downturn on employees if a recession, like a really bad recession hits. Yeah, recession is for sure coming, guys. So please keep yourself informed. Look into the bits and details. Um, Obviously, keep an open eye with what's going on in the world market, what's going on in the news, especially the interest rates. The feds are increasing the interest rates um right right the, the reason feds are, yeah oh, okay i'm sorry you're gonna you want right, to sorry i was gonna say the reason they're increasing the interest rates is that they're trying to control inflation because you got to remember when they send out those checks for the stimulus checks and people are like oh, oh, oh i'm so happy i got a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars hold up don't be happy so fast you know what they say always there's always a what's in it for me philosophy no money nothing is given for free so what happened in this process there was money being printed i believe two trillion dollars was printed so how are they going to control the? that's a lot of inflation coming into the market they're going to increase the interest rates that's going to decrease inflation otherwise last time you spoke about world war ii how it led to that remember germany they they printed so much that little kids were playing with uh making like little pyramids out of it. So we don't want to 
go into right, that. Right. Actually, it's more than two trillion was printed in 2020 through now. Uh, over 16 trillion dollars have been printed during that time. So uh, wait, again, wait, 60 say, trillion from when? 16, 16 trillion from 2020. Are you yeah. sure? That's why. That's why I stated 80 percent of our currency has been printed within the last two years. 80 percent. Oh okay. wow. So originally in the beginning of 2020 there was only 4 trillion dollars of like paper currency floating throughout the you know throughout the world in the US dollars. Now there's over 20 trillion uh paper USD currencies um in the market. So that's literally 16 trillion dollars more so it's 80% that was printed in the last 2 years. So that's why it's causing like a big issue with the inflation. And that's why the feds are trying to raise these interest rates to help combat that inflation. But like I was stating earlier and, you know, Sagoon saying like, oh, these people need to act. Um, it, it's something that even when they rise these interest rates, it's not something that's going to take effect within the next day or two or within the next week. It's, it takes months for it to take effect. And, you know, even during that time, um, inflation, uh, the recession still might be, you know, coming or be in full swing. And that sometimes it, it, there's not much that you can do to it except, you know, weather out the storm. You know what's funny? Um, I I know the recession is actually not good news, but I wanted to compare it to Sagoon's life because I know Sagoon's goal is to live an immortal life at a current salary of hypothetical five hundred thousand a year, or even four hundred thousand a year. It would take Sagoon sixty six million six hundred sixty six thousand six hundred sixty six years. To make twenty trillion dollars. Wow, I, you say two hundred or twenty? I'm sorry. Do you say two hundred or twenty? Twenty, uh, twenty trillion dollars. It will take him sixty-six million years. Six hundred. And by that time, we don't even know if mankind will still be existing. Yeah, it's, Who it's, knows it's really the- sad. <laughs> but don't worry, don't worry, guys. I'll open up a big, big, big company. Treasure hunted. Chest and they're deep in the ground, and the aliens are gonna come and discover all the gold. <laughs> so, so the thing is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I might win the lottery. Who knows, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know you, if you don't buy a ticket. Oh, you know what? Uh, you don't really know a lot about me, Franz. Okay, yeah, okay. I, know, no, I, I always be buying the lottery. I know what you I, buy, and uh, you know what? It has nothing to do with you know wasting money or buying food oh, or anything no, like that. No, no. Let's uh, let's let's get on topic, guys. It's it's. I know it's when you go grocery shopping, you, know. you keep a you keep a list, well, and you make sure you clip your coupons. Listen, listen, oh, yeah, listen, yeah. listen, listen. So, anyways, we understood that the recession is coming. We understood that Elon Musk made a post that, that he had a bad, bad feeling about the economy. We understood that the whole issue is with Russia and China and Ukraine and gas and this whole supply. Like, COVID was like the beginning spark. But now it's the what, oil it's being, what tipped the scale, basically. I think that's yeah. what really, you know, you know, made this big snowball effect. It started yeah, as a yeah, snow, yeah. small so, snowball, and it's going down the hill. It's becoming yeah, a big giant it's ball. It's becoming a big boy snowball. I know Sagun's experiencing some snowballs over there with the firecrackers blowing in the background sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This, this uh, is not, no, no, no. Just, just uh, guys, ignore what they said. But here's the, okay. So here's the situation. We know everything is happening. We're just letting everyone in the audience know that it's good to keep themselves up to date with the market. More importantly, be prepared. Not just saying be prepared for the end of the world, but be a little wiser and just make some recommended. Make some smart financial decisions, what exactly. I was trying to say. You know, make sure you keep 
uh, anywhere from six to 12 months of, of whatever your monthly expenses yeah. are to keep that yeah. on the side. Be sure you're, I'm not saying be frugal don't, with your money, but be, <laughs> yeah, don't buy, don't make any lavish expenses right now. If you can't, exactly. you can't no, afford no Gucci, it. Don't, no, don't, you know, don't buy no it. Dior's. But um, anyways, you know, at that, the end of the, and then also make sure that uh, there, there are most likely going to be like, you know, Tesla said, or Elon Musk said that he's not going to be hiring people. So there's other going to be other companies that are probably going to stop or freeze their hiring uh, at the moment. So make sure oh. that if you are looking for another job, make sure not to quit your current job or, you know, be on the lookout for, for, for a job soon. Because exactly. if you don't, if you don't, because I know some people are, are taking their unemployment, not so seriously, but, you know, be sure to be on the lookout for that because you don't want to be jobless in a recession. And because that will just, you know, put a, a you know, a downer on your day. Exactly. Okay. And also, also just quick thing, like the automotive companies are already starting to do this. I just want to add. So GM and Ford are already uh, doing this hiring freeze. So people can't even uh, apply and try to get in. So just want to add that. Okay. So there we have it. Sagoon, Franz, thank you for the informative discussion, especially with the whole situation that we just discussed earlier. Thank you, audience, for listening to us and always supporting us. So make sure you like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. And please stay tuned for our next episode coming Monday. As always, this is your host, Arrow. Thank you very much.